Check, check. Okay. Check, 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 check. Are we going? Yeah, it's rolling. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, guys. What's up? It's the uh, the second episode of What the Francis. Oh, I hate that. I know, me too. I hated everything you just did I right know. Now. I, was, I don't know how to do these yet. You know, I'm just starting to... <laughs> I start panicking right when it turns on, and I'm just like, I'm just going to throw something out there. I saw when you put it out and you called it What the Francis. Uh, I just really wanted you to call it, like, you know, What the Francis with Mark Marin. Like... <laughs> Welcome back to WTF. <laughs> Just make it make no sense. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's up with the Francis? What the Francineers? What the Francernauts? My uh, my mom is the one that you, she used to say, because my mom doesn't like to swear, and so that's how right. I got it. So she would like stub her tone. She'd be like, ah, oh, Mother Francis. And right. Just like, then she'd say, what the Francis? And I was like, I'm going to steal that and make no money off of it. it. That's also very pure and uh, very narcissistic, because it's your last <laughs> right? name. It's, so it's also... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's both. <laughs> I, I did think it was bold, though, for you to uh, kind of jump on one of the most popular titles of a podcast in the game. <laughs> is that is that a thing? WTF with Mark Marin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought you were. So- I thought somebody else had what the Francis. No, no, no. no I know. Yeah, no, I don't think that, that was my joke. Okay, uh, <laughs> and it's one of the most no, long-running got, popular got, podcasts in yo, the game. I know, I know that. I just didn't yeah. know that. I thought that there was like another what no. the Francis, and I was like, who the fuck? Yeah, no. I'm I'm starting a show called the the Joe Logan Experience. Is what it is. <laughs> My name is Logan for those people. Yeah, this is Logan Nielsen. I forgot to introduce. Uh, well, I was going to put the introduction in the bio. I don't even know if people will read it. Well, I started shitting on your intro before you even had a chance yeah, to do that's it. To true. be honest, yeah, yeah. This is Logan Nielsen. He's my uh, he's my father in stand up comedy. <laughs> I'm stand up dad. Yeah, yeah. He's. I did literally tell Jess when you came back. I said, "Hey, by the way, our stand up son's in town." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just to let you know. So yeah. So uh, if you if you um if you don't know Logan, he uh. Well, you do a you do a podcast right now with Josh Johnson called the Josh Johnson Show. That was just on mm-hmm. that was just on uh, late night show, right? Yeah, we got uh, promoted because Josh did a set on the Tonight Show, and so uh, Jimmy Fallon introduced Josh and plugged the show and held up the artwork, which, which Jess did, my girlfriend. So that must have been fucking insane. It was it was really cool. Like we were waiting to watch it, and like you know, so like Jess was jazzed because like her art oh, yeah. got held up on the Tonight Show and. I don't know, it's just cool. You know, I know I wasn't on the Tonight Show. I'm not going to pretend like I was, but I don't know, to have to have a show I'm working on plugged on yeah. the most popular late night show yeah, you know, I mean, on I mean, television I mean, is just cool. You co-host it, though. It's not like you're not a part. Like, you no, know, I know. I, you, you're a huge part of it. I, and I produce it. Right? I co-host it. I, I, yeah, I do all the production, all the editing and stuff like that. Um you know, but we but we have an immediate listenership because Josh has this pretty big fan base, especially yeah. online. He's pretty popular on YouTube, and he's got you know he's got a pretty big Twitter following, and he doesn't do shit on Twitter. So it's <laughs> like that's that's the way to do it. Like I'm jealous of that. I tried. Listen, I had a Twitter account and tried to do nothing with it. No one fucking cared. No, yeah, like, no, so yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's found the way to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was just especially during the pandemic where everything i was working on <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you no longer halted yeah. all of my you know all the career stuff that i had in the works and was, that were balls were rolling like everything stopped and for, and for everybody at all you know like because even you know josh had a he was working up he had all these live shows booked and was going to continue he opens for trevor noah and they were going to do more of those they had to stop all of those yeah it was like ev- everyone had to stay the fuck inside and have been for a while you know he's only gone on the road a few more times and i i know he said with like well especially then like someone like trevor noah who you sell out stadiums well you can't do that yet you're yeah, not allowed yeah. to do that well so maybe like, in like florida did you see the did you see the the after the super bowl 
I didn't see after the Super Bowl. After no. the Super Bowl, like the like the streets, they were like I'm. It looked like it was like well, Mardi Gras. Well, they like, were they were in Tampa too. That's so that's true. Yeah, they that's don't. gonna happen. I think in any city where their team wins, you're gonna yeah. It was and a, it's also Florida, which yeah. I just got back from there. It's like yeah. a fucking wild. It's worse than here in Iowa. Iowa, it's like right. the Wild West. You can like well, they've never cared here in Iowa, but uh, about anything. But Florida, their whole brand is not giving a fuck how they're seen. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It's like an honor for them to be yeah. like, to get into the newspapers. Like Florida yeah. man, they're like, yeah, I made it. That's like their. Yeah, but uh, I was actually surprised at how many people in that the Super Bowl stands were cardboard. Yeah, so you I'm, start noticing it. I started noticing it like well, halfway through. Well, oh, no. what I noticed it right like when it first showed the shot, I'm like, I hope that's not all people. <laughs> I said, is that all people? In the stands, and Jess just went. It is Florida, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good point. They are in Tampa. Oh, it could just be everybody." But then it's like it's all the vaccinated healthcare workers and all the cardboard stuff, you know. So that that was, you know, I guess it, in the <laughs> for how the NFL would handle it is, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, because they handle everything horribly. Great. No, they everything's great. Well, because then you know they were doing all those ads about all of us together, and you know, yeah. standing with the protests and the Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. And then Jess next to me, she goes, "Have they still ever apologized to Colin Kaepernick?" I said, "Oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> they they didn't correct the, no, the thing no, no. that." Arguably started the big movement. Yeah, yeah they like didn't. what you have to understand is that Roger Goodell is a, a steaming pile of shit. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that was yes. That's that's actually a very good point. I never even thought of that. That's that's which fun. part? The, 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 they didn't even correct the no, dude. No, last year they decided that they were going to come out and try to stand more with the Black Lives Matter. They were going to work harder and stuff like that. And everyone was like, "Cool, so then you guys are going to maybe For- apologize to Colin Kaepernick, maybe say you're wrong." <laughs> we didn't say that well because then they even showed in that opening montage like they showed footage of people kneeling during the anthem and being like yeah we're all in this together it's like fuck you you blacklisted a guy for doing it yeah yeah absolutely who started the whole thing yeah yeah uh, the face of the movement and yeah. yeah yeah that's fucking i'm like wow you guys are really trying to hijack that aren't yeah, you that's like that, that, is, fuck, baby. that no absolutely i'm like that's the most american thing i can do. possibly think of hey don't fucking do that oh people like it it was our idea yeah that was our. <laughs> that is like the epitome of america hey yeah we, we don't like that what other people do no we do yeah no, that is ours we now. like we, it we now. just adopted that we like it now anyway these are still the Redskins, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then they, and then to make it worse, they didn't even give a fuck with the. They're like, no, we're just the Washington football team. I don't want them to change it. I think it's belligerent. I, I, think I it's, no, no. I want it to be the Washington football team for forever now. I don't want them to come up with a new name, because I, I, because my dream is I just love the idea of wearing a T-shirt that just <laughs> says football team. But it's not mocking football. Actually, it's not like it's, it's not yeah, like a, it's, not, it's like not like a sports ball thing. Right, it's like yeah. no, like this is this is official football team <laughs> this is, merch. This is the football. Yeah, team. this is official football team T-shirt. It's like in the colors and everything. That's I, I I'm I'm into that, and I hope they never change it. I just love how much it it's it's so obvious they just didn't give a fuck. They were just like, ah, we're just the the football team then. Well, you just, know, it just became clear like. They had no intention because they've made it clear in the past. They're like, "Oh, we're never going to stop being the Redskins. It's just uh, it's our heritage yeah, or whatever." We're just you know? racist. Uh, yeah, and then after last year, they're like, oh, "Okay, people are going to start." <laughs> this might be a big deal. It's going gonna, gonna to get meaner at us. Uh, we should probably <laughs> change it. And they had no plans to change yeah. it. Well, and and you know, I, I think too, they weren't sure how football was even going to happen. It's right. like, fuck it, we're just 
We're just the Washington footballs. That's what we are. <laughs> That's what they should call it. It shouldn't be the football team. It should be the Washington footballs. Balls. So it's like they they are the sport. They are the the actual apparatus used. Or not apparatus. That's a machine, but an object <laughs> in within the game. Just like you see that. Wherever you see a football, you see the Washington football. You see the fo- yeah. They trademark it too. Mm-hmm. They'll sue everyone. That's how they'll fucking they'll get. Yep, and now they become the most powerful team in sports because <laughs> all sports owes them money for doing it. All the football owes them money. Oh man, yeah. that's uh, that's good. That's good. So yesterday, this is this is rough transition. I don't know how to transition yet. I just you know it's my second one doing the you know, yeah yeah. No, so I, I could tell. It. I could tell. Yeah. This was an open mic set. Like eh, so anyway, the other day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Uh, one, uh, one more one more thing before I get out of here. <laughs> you guys, have you guys seen this? Have you guys you read about this? this? Say was it you were the one that was talking about the word midget? They people like to throw Excuse the word. Excuse me. No, 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 no. No, when people I don't like, use that word. No, Francis, I know. don't bring me on your show and throw me under the bus. No, when people like to try to be edgy on like their first sets, like the, right. the what do you call it? Open mic bingo. They'll try to they'll oh, do like yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll try to like make people mad. Say the c word. Say midget because they're like, oh, I'm edgy now that I'm doing stand up. Yeah, well, they'll they'll use that word if they're if they're calm about it but like no i've seen some go up and like and straight up like drop a slur and it's their way of like trying to like really stand out of like yeah i don't give a fuck I'm, you know? yeah, I'm, I'm shock a, humor I'm a, I'm a louis ck man <laughs> uh it's yeah no open mic bingo is a thing that has been developed over years and, and a lot of mics have it uh you know they don't have it officially but it's like seasoned comics all kind of know open mic bingo yeah especially when it's a first timer when a first timer goes up i'm like okay let's get our cards ready what are they going to do? It's usually like, oh, it says watching porn the other day. Yep, okay, porn. <laughs> there it is. Um, then uh, usually like uh, the other day I was high and or drunk, and there's no real story to it. You know, just a real you had to be yeah, there. Yeah, I was just going to say you had to be there. Um, yeah, then it's like if they're an edgelord, then it's going to go into, like, you know, they won't necessarily just straight up like maybe say the N-word, although I've seen that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's That's usually terrible. then. But it's usually like some racial humor, as in like, yeah, what's the deal with like Middle Eastern people? But and it's like, mm, uh, yeah, like, uh, maybe don't mm, walk that line ever. Mm. And it, well, it usually doesn't go anywhere other than just like, like racist. Like it's just like stereotypes. Yeah, it's, dude, like, it's yeah. usually lazy stereotypes. Um, then there's also like you know just like oh, this is just a Mitch Hedberg, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's always there's always you're a, just stealing things now. You, it's that is the one that like. Every year, and like new crops of open micers come in, there's always new Mitches. There's always who are straight up there, they're trying to do his basic style of jokes. Some I've even heard that are like his jokes just reworked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, like it's like when you try to change a homework assignment when you're just like, you just rearrange the way that you say the joke as opposed to like, yeah, well, or just literally replacing like, um, one guy I saw he did, um, because Mitch Hedberg has the joke, I saw a forklift lift a crate of forks, and I was like, damn, that's so literal, is like the joke he has. And I saw a guy do that exact rhythm, but he changed it to, uh, I saw a guy cough in his coffee, and I thought, that's so literal. Oh, fuck you. for Yeah. yeah. And also, that doesn't work the same way, because they're different words. It's just a rhyme. Yeah, it's like, not. Yeah. forklift, like, that is literal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you're lifting the fork. But that, and then it's people who, like, will do this, try to do the cadence of Mitch Hedberg, and then, like, they don't talk like that. Like, that's what people miss about it, is, like, Mitch Hedberg was that weird. Like, yeah. if you see interviews with him, like, he kind of talks that way. He probably does it up a little bit more for a stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that was kind of how he sounded. Right. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like same thing with Norm Macdonald. Like that's just kind of how. Yeah, he talks like this. Yeah. No, that's kind and like every time you see an interview or just offhand, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's just that's kind of his personality. Right. Yeah. 
you know uh so it's like it's hard to replicate someone's actual personality like i know one guy who is very norm mcdonald and he's just that way mm-hmm. and his name is ray Hollib in chicago he's one of the funnest funniest fucking stand-ups i've ever seen in my life um but he's like the first time i heard him i'm like someone's doing a dynamite norm mcdonald impression <laughs> and it's just actually how he it's is. actually how he sounds yeah it's how he sounds and it's kind of his sense of humor too it's he's a he's a little more i don't want to say weird it's it's less like stand up because even Norm Macdonald likes kind of old time old styley jokes a little bit yeah, that yeah, he'll yeah, work yeah. towards you know he he just makes a long route to get to it <laughs> you know I watch I was I was just watching some Norm Macdonald last night and I watched like uh, have you ever seen like his him telling the moth story on Conan yeah 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 yep yep because it's like this five minute bit and it ends in just a lame joke he does that he does that a lot oh, he does I think it's a lot. so funny it's especially his go-to when he's on late night because it's yeah, like I'll, it, I'll waste your fucking segment <laughs> exactly, i will waste exactly this whole segment so, telling this one very bad joke yeah there's such so many layers to it because yeah. it's just like he builds it up builds it up yeah. builds it up and then the punchline is just like well, ah. you can see that he loves disappointing conan <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he loves taking conan on this long walk and then just making go god damn it <laughs> right like why did i even yeah. do you do you so um yeah. When you, when you, I totally interrupted your thing. You were going to talk about the other day. Oh no, I was I just yeah. I was going to say, do you do? You, well, I was going to talk about stand up too. So it mm. transitioned well. So do you Perfect. do you like when you're writing? Do you just do you ever or not just writing? Just in general, do you ever just walk like when you're walking or wake up in the middle of the night? This is the thing that happened to me. Like I'll mm-hmm. I'll get random thoughts. And like, yeah. this morning I woke up and I had to use the bathroom. And then I went to like I take took a pee, come back, and I'm laying there and I'm about to go to sleep. And all of a sudden I just had an idea. And I like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have to write this down. I wrote it down, and I was still kind of out of it. And this morning I woke up, and all it said was, "What if pears have feet?" And it was like that was the yeah. big. And then like it's so funny because in the moment you think, oh yeah, yeah, like this is killer. And then you wake up, and I woke up, and I was like, what was I supposed to do? Well, with cause, that? Well, because you you your brain tells itself like, I'll know what this means in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll know what this means later. Yeah. And then you look at it later, and you're like, I have no fucking idea yeah. what this means. Uh, well, that uh, that gets more and more. That actually gets more extreme the longer you do it, because now I can write down a thought completely sober, wide awake. It's the middle of the day. My, I'm at my sharpest, and I'll be like, I'll write down a slug line, and then later I'll be like, I don't know what this. Means. Yeah, what is what is this? So like, it's gotten worse now because it yeah. used to happen because I'd be like, oh, I wrote this joke when I was high, right. or I was it was middle of the night or whatever. I was about to go to sleep or I was you know just waking up. Whatever. Now it's though, <laughs> I will be at my sharpest point in the day. <laughs> And I'll write down a joke, and then later I'll be like, I have no fucking idea what this means yeah. in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that happens. The weirdest is when I've had it happen a few times where I've written a joke in my sleep, where, like, literally in a dream, yeah. I'll say a joke. And I've had a couple. I couldn't tell you what they are up, up top, off the top of my head, but, like, I've I've literally woken up and been like, that was a good joke I wrote in my sleep <laughs> yeah. and write it down. But then sometimes I'll wake up and be like, oh, it was a good joke. i got to write it down. And then I can't quite remember it. And then the parts I remember do not make right, sense. And I'm like, yeah, never yeah. mind. I think this was just dream funny. Yeah, yeah. It's dream this funny. Was, as a good, good, this was this was funny <laughs> in the world where there are no rules. Yeah. <laughs> in the world funny where there. I create everything. Yeah. yeah. Where, I, where, I, where I'm visualizing an audience yeah. going, ha like yeah then it's really funny but <laughs> this guy's murdering right now but i do i have a joke i i can't remember which one it is but i know there's a joke i've done that's done pretty well that i wrote in, in a your, dream in your dreams yeah but that's that's a real rare occurrence yeah because it's so it was i was so excited because i remember i woke up and then i woke up uh when i woke up this morning to like be up for the day i remember like i was walking to the kitchen i was like oh my god i, I wrote a joke down last night like let's go look at what it is yeah and then all it was was like it, like pairs have feet question mark Right. And it was like, oh, that was going nowhere. I did a joke about um, 
about the time I wrote a joke when I was really high. And it was like my first time ever being really high. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it was like, a, I remember I, I tell the talk about like how I thought of it and writing it, like walking home. And I'm like, I can't remember the whole joke. But what I do know is it involved, uh, it involved a talking monkey. It was also a very long joke. I wrote like a five minute story. It involved a talking monkey, and I do know that the punchline was the monkey going, what do you want from me? And <laughs> in my head, when I wrote it, it was the funniest fucking thing. I, that, it, that was, it was all the payoff I needed. Yeah, that, yeah. But then that's the only thing I could remember. <laughs> it was just, what do you need? Was that this monkey being like, what do you want from me? And I, 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 that was it. Like, that, that was the whole thing. And so I'm like, so I actually t- was able to turn that into a joke of, telling the story yeah. of thinking like oh this, this is gonna be the one i remember in the moment it being great and then the next day being like i don't even remember what it was <laughs> you know and I, I stopped doing jokes like that because i was i was pretty young and it's like the whole like i wrote a joke hi thing you know it's, yeah, it's been a little yeah. played out too but not too bad but i i if anytime i do jokes about being high it's about how i can't handle it <laughs> yes same. i cannot <laughs> you know, get high that's usually like i, I i'm bad at doing stuff uh, so I, I try to, cause everyone likes to, do, I always see people do jokes about weed or whatever. And it's always from the standpoint of just like how great it is yeah, and like, what's funny when yeah, you're high. We and, should legalize this. It's like yeah. real bold state on that. You know, you, you know, take so a huge that's, risk on that one. That's why I always like to, I, that's anytime I write a joke about it, I always try to go the other way. Right. Just like, oh, here's, here's why it's bullshit when mm-hmm. I'm high. It's the points, the, the thoughts are pointless. You know, yeah. uh, uh, nothing good comes of if I'm out doing things. I like to stay inside. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do it. It's uh, yeah. When I get high, the last time I got high, actually, I called my mom, 25 years old, called my mom, and had to have her pick her, have her pick me up because I was like thinking I didn't even. Here's the thing: is I get high. And the thoughts I have don't even make sense. It's like psychosis. It's like yeah. weird. Because I'll be like, oh my God, I last time I got high, I, I hit a bong. And then I called my mom at three in the morning crying at a party. Everyone was like looking at me. And I was thinking that I was like, literally, I thought that I was, I had deja vu. Yeah. And then I was like, nothing's real. That's like how my thought process, it was like, oh, you have deja vu now. Nothing's real. And then I called my mom crying. And she was like, again, like, she's, you're 20. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, you're 25. You need to stop doing this you every are, night. Yeah. You're... Your panickiness. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm like a fucking. I'm wired. I had to stop taking. The doctors told me I had to stop taking, uh, like anything caffeine related. So like. Oh really? Yeah. So now when I wake up, I'm not allowed to like have caffeine. So I have to throw cold water on my face, and it's, it's so that's fucking not working. By the way, it works. It wakes you up for ten seconds, right. and then you're just back to being sleepy and wet. And now it's right. It's yeah. Just, it's just been a mess. So that's been fun for that. And then um, oh. Oh fuck! What was I? I was I was gonna say something about the stand-up. What was I gonna say? Uh, I don't know. What, we, okay, so we were talking about um, writing jokes, writing jokes, coming up with stuff. Oh, writing jokes. Yes, that's yes. exactly what it was. So when you first started out, when I started out, uh, I mean, I still am. I haven't only been in doing it for like a year, so mm-hmm. I'm still starting out. But when I first, very first started, I would do this thing where I would write, like you, ju- you. I mean, you just described. It. I would write like three minutes of material right. for a tag that wasn't even like worth paying off my mm-hmm. very first joke do you know what your first joke was um yeah kind of do you, I, want, do you want to burn it well so i i it's it's i kind of break up i almost had two starts in stand-up is how i kind of because i did it for the first time like in high school and then did it a little bit so like my first the, my first like bit i remember coming up with that i remember like just telling to someone just kind of colloquially and it it uh and i remember it crushed and then i was, i did it in a stand up set and it went pretty well 
and that was the um it was on the back of like uh raid like yeah. bug spray like the hornet spray right on the back it shows what it's good for <laughs> and it shows that you can kill hornets wasps something else and then it just shows scorpions <laughs> and i and i was just like is that a thing am i have to worry about that, <laughs> that do i need to like is scorpions going to be an issue i have to deal with like to use this spray and uh <laughs> who also is like there's the scorpion get the fucking raid you know, and it's like of course it's like that's meant for like if you live in the south you're right yeah. where there are fucking yeah. scorpions yeah. but i'm in iowa and i'm just like i don't do it do like, those I, exist i'm like i'm like i've never worried about scorpions here but now i am now i'm <laughs> yeah, worried yeah. the bug spray has made me worry about so i'm like so now i keep this every with me everywhere um and uh somehow it went into like the only thing the only thing worse than a scorpion would be a scorpion with wings um, and that was mainly just so I could do my my wing flapping noise I do, which is. <laughs> so you, and it was, you it wrote was, the joke so you could include the no, talent. There was no thing. It was just so I could work that in. Uh, <laughs> and then the the whole point of this too is how like I I hate wasps and this is still true. I I don't like wasps and hornets. Like I I kind of I'm not like afraid of them, but I do like kind of eh, when they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then like I, oh, so the first time I used the spray, I didn't realize again. I'm in like high school. Right. And I had like a hornet in my room and I got real close thinking it was going to be like a little little just spray. I didn't realize it rockets out like, yeah, it's a, like a laser fire hose. <laughs> and so it like splashed back like on me and stuff too. Got it in your eye then you get stung. But then I realized too I'm, I'm, I'm just like now I'm like now I'm even now I'm just cocky if there's horns around because like now I can spray them from across the fucking room. <laughs> That's actually. A I'm good just bit. like you know. I can take him down with my stream of justice. Yeah. I just remember I used. I called it that. My stream of justice. So that was like I remember like the first like it's, bit I worked out really. You, that oh that's that's actually a good bit. I like that. It's all right. I made it better it, now yeah. actually. Telling even though yeah. I half-ass told it, right. it was probably better, better than, than it was, was yeah. when I did it. Doing like the Saving Private Ryan sniper thing. You say like a little prayer, then you yeah. score them. <laughs> that's but, so but I was just like the first time I remember like I you know I know I've been I almost said like I know I've always been funny. That was gonna sound so, but so like but like I've always been like a jokey kid i was yeah. like doing bits for people but i remember that was the first time that i felt like i was making someone laugh with just my thoughts usually right. was, yeah, yeah usually yeah. when i was younger i was doing like characters yeah you know, i was doing sto- you know i was doing kind of outlandish stories or i would i would tell stand-up bits that i'd heard and yeah. i'd always be like you know oh i was watching this name george carlin does a bit like this and i i butcher it yeah 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 but i'm in you know but i'm on the schoolyard cursing so everyone's like haha yeah exactly you know? yep. yeah 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 <laughs> but that was that was the first time i remember it was in high school and i was just telling it like in the weight room just talking about the bug spray and I wasn't trying to do a bit. Right. It just turned into one. Yeah. But that was the first time I remember being like, oh, I think I just did a stand-up bit yeah. with my brain. Yeah. 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 I didnn't even try to. I'm like, I think that's that's a stand-up joke kind of. So mm-hmm. that was like the first bit I remember like kind of being proud of. And then I told it on stage. I remember it went it went all right. Like, I don't know. I don't fully remember like my first time doing stand-up. I remember it being good and I refused to watch footage of it to oh. have that that notion challenged. Yeah. I don't need that at yeah. all. Because <laughs> yeah. my first time doing stand-up was doing like... I mean, at the time, it felt like ten minutes. I'm sure it was less than five, um, but it was in. It was for uh, the this variety show we did that I wrote a lot of sketches for and stuff like that. And then I got to do stand up in the middle of it. So I my first time doing stand up was for like two hundred people. Yeah, because like that's the, fucking the, insane. The gym had a lot of people in it, so <laughs> it was it was like two Were or three hundred people. You, did you do well? I remember it going pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah you just said that. I'm sorry. No, but, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like but, yeah. I remember in the heat of the moment. I remember like, getting laughs because we did it two nights in a row, and it was kind of fun too. Because then I got to change my re- set. You a had to rework bit. it. Yeah. Well, and well, because the so the we had the um so that was like a Friday Saturday show. Thursday night we did like the full dress rehearsal, right? Mm. And I had, I was writing sketches and helping come up with the show and stuff like that, and 
we were doing all these other bits and I, I hadn't like come up with what I was going to do for my standup yet. I hadn't really decided what I was going to do for it. Um, and so we we had a couple people there, like some parents who were watching it, who couldn't be there, like on the show nights and they were just taking pictures and shit. And, uh, so I'm supposed to go out and like do my stand up, and I go out and I was like, hey, and I, I just remember like pointing at something like, yeah, you, you, eh. and then I literally just said, I can't do this, sorry, and then I left, <laughs> and I just like walked backstage. It was. I walked out and I was like, and I was just like devastated the whole night and be like, because like it had been my dream as a kid to do stand up, and I, I, I'm like, this is my chance to finally do a stand up set. And I couldn't even get a fucking word out. Cause I had, I was just running around trying to do all this other stuff for the show. And I just hadn't come up with yeah, my yeah, goddamn stand up set. So then, like, the next day, I was just like hammering it out. And I'm like writing it. And I had like my, my friend Randy come back, who's in the show with me. And I have him backstage. I'm like, I don't know. Like, what, what, what do you think about these? What should I do? You know? And then, um, and then the, the set actually went, once I went out there, I mean, stuff came out. Mm-hmm. I, I just, and I kind of wrote the set on stage a little bit, which was which was kind of ballsy, if you yeah, will. Yeah, that's, that's very ball. I just started doing that. You like, know, uh, <laughs> well, kind of. Sh- that's still kind of my writing process too. Weirdly, so well, I, but I didn't like realize it was my process I, even then. <laughs> I think it's I think it's so weird because you can't really force being funny though. You know, like you can sit down right. and write as much as you want, but until you're in the heat of the moment, because when you're telling the story, that's when these things come into your head, and you're like pop, pop, pop. Like, well, let's and for me, this, I'm change that. I'm such a uh, and this is probably a weakness actually as a stand up but like i'm such a vibe of the room person mm. i kind of like i need to kind of know how the room feels before yeah. i can really know how what i'm going to do in my set which I, I think is a weakness i think if i was a very good stand up i could do what i'm going to do and get the room on board see i think that but i'm i'm kind of like i'll just sit in the room and be like okay this is the set i'm feeling well i think i think because it's of like, how this room feels i think it's important to play the room though like the thing well for sure yeah, you got to yeah, you got to yeah. read the room you, as a stand up the, the definitely the thing that you taught me the most important thing that you taught me the reason i call him my stand up dad is cuz he just took me under his wing and Basically, right. he mentored me to be the shittiest comic I can. No, um, but well, I was just—I was just hoping to have someone, you know, to like drive or something. But I end up chauffeuring <laughs> your ass around yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. But so the thing, most important thing you said for me to do is to talk, like, acknowledge something in the room right away. And so, like, that yeah. was so that that was so hard for me to start to do because I would just be like, <laughs> I would be like, uh, you have a blue shirt. All right, what's going on, guys? Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's no, just it, like, what? It's a hard thing because I, <laughs> I I teach a, a I've been teaching a stand up class too over Zoom, um, which has been kind of fun. A, 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 a theater out out of Chicago hired me to do it, um, which is interesting because it's also interesting to like teach stand up in a purely like academic sense. Yeah, because they can't go out and. Because if I taught a stand-up <laughs> class in person, I'd be like, "All right, your homework this week is to go to a fucking mic." Yeah, go. You're, yeah, go to three mics tonight. We're gonna get then, it, during class. We're gonna get up in front of each other and do sets. Yeah, and then in between classes, you're gonna go do mics. Right. I can't do that. Yeah. So like, yeah. I have to. Uh, it's been kind of more just like working on like the actual writing process yeah. more, which everyone's different too. Mm-hmm. Like my way is not gonna work for everybody. Right. You know, because I'm I'm not a write my jokes out word for word people, and I know some comics who do do that, and they're fucking brilliant comics, but they need to write out the script. Right. Yeah. I can't do that. When I'm doing that, I ruin the joke for myself. Mm-hmm. I edit it too much, and it makes me hate it. Do, do you kind of try to tr- like surprise yourself on how you get there? Sometimes, do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're like, if you know what the tag is going to be in the punchline, so do you try to like instead of having the script, you kind of like to see how you can fold the story to make it get there? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I kind of just beat it out like a story. Like, kinda, yeah. Like the, the one of the things I use a lot uh, when I tell people, like if they're constructing a story, especially, and I'm like, I know this makes it sound boring. But literally think of your your English composition class in high school. 
where you had to like, here's your intro with your thesis. Oh yeah, yep. Here's your you know your three points of the body that support your mm-hmm. thesis, and then your conclusion. What does it all mean? Restate your thesis, bring it home. I know that makes comedy sound lame, but honestly, if you use those tools, it, you can make a great story. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the it's the fundamentals. I think it's important to do that because it's the fundamental. I agree with that because yeah. it's the fundamentals of doing anything. I, but when I it comes I, to I say it a lot where I'm just like I'm like one of the biggest notes I give a lot, I'm like, I don't know, tell me your thesis up top. And they haven't really thought about it in the form of a thesis, but I'm like, usually then that sets us up for either we know where your story's going or it sets us up for subversion. Now mm-hmm. you can take us somewhere else because you've given us, well, like, here's the basic idea. It's not really about that. Yeah. Because kind of, like, well, one of the the story I use in um, my stand-up class, like teach that point, is I play the, the John Mulaney salt and pepper diner story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he starts that with, I want to tell you about the best meal I've ever had in my life. It's not about food. Right. And so it goes through all sorts. And then at the very end, he goes, and that was the best meal I've ever had in my life. And like he really earns that, even though that's not what the story is yeah, about at yeah, all. The- but he literally states a thesis up top and he restates it at the mm-hmm. bottom. And it's like it's like kind of a, a, a paper. Yeah. Um, and he's an English. You know, it's funny. is He's an English literature right. major. And so it's like there's something to. Yeah. Well, and I was Something I always cool. loved writing papers like that in in high school and stuff like that. Uh, that was always my writing was always my strongest point in school because mm-hmm. I wasn't great. See how my my audio just dips out. Sometimes? It, yeah, I did. I did notice that actually. That's crazy. That's what I mean. I need a new board. Cut that how you want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's staying. I don't know how to edit well. <laughs> we're fucking, Fair enough. We're um, keeping that. No, but like that was always my strong suit. So like, and I was always good at public speaking classes too. Mm-hmm. And especially, I always liked doing. Um, like when they'd be like, who wants to give their speech first? I always went first because they're always easiest on the oh, first yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. I do, I, I do the same. And I usually had like 60% of my plan. Yeah, and you're just like, we're going up there and winging it. You know? Now your audio dropped out. You, what the heck? Um, <laughs> One time, I, I, tried to tell, I tried to tell a joke. I, I learned to not do... In, in, I Still tr- trying to tell a joke, huh? Yeah, yeah I, tried to, <laughs> I tried to tell a joke in one of my composition classes. Uh, it was like an English lit class about the uh, the romantic era, and I... and. I had this author whose name was like impossible to pronounce. Yeah, and and then um or not his name, the name of the the poem that he did and that I had to cover. Okay, and so then I tried to make a joke about like why and like at the end we had to ask a question and so then the question that I made was like why do you think that he named this poem this? Do you think that he knew two hundred years from now I was gonna have to give this presentation and, right. and mispronounce? That's the joke. And nobody, and like everyone just stared at me. Mm-hmm. And that was the only question. I thought it was going to get such a big laugh that I didn't need to have a second question. <laughs> and, then my, <laughs> and then my professor just stared at me. And I was like, uh, what do you think the theme of it was? <laughs> like, I just like bailed. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I don't know what to say now. Uh, yeah, I, this, you, was, this was supposed to go better. You can't assume that a joke's going to be so good, you'll never have to talk again. <laughs> <It> was, <yeah. laughs> no matter how good the joke a, is. It was going to be a walk-off joke. I was going <laughs> to yeah. be like, I'm fucking out of yeah. here, baby. I did it. You're welcome. <laughs> the um, the first joke. Should I wait here for you guys to carry me out? Yeah, or you want to get on a chair or something? Yeah. What's easiest for you yeah. guys? Yeah. Uh, the uh, the first the the first joke that I ever wrote though was that I uh, so actually how I fir- how I started doing it was when I was in the military I got I got put in the office so I was about to get out of the mm-hmm. out of and so I was like originally with like the AAVs which like the tank things and then like when you get to a certain point like I was like three months away from being done right and I wasn't gonna go on another deployment and so there was no point in keeping me like with the vehicles because it was just like why why have him do this if he's not gonna go deploy. And so then right. they put me in the office, and when I was in the office, I my job was just to kind of. He's be- kind of an indoor soldier, yeah, you know. Yeah. Let's. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> he's got- 
I don't know. He looks a little too pale. So, I don't think we should keep him inside. And so when I was yeah, in Southern California, I was getting burnt to a crisp, by the way, every day. And then, um, so then my the guy that I was in, I was working with was uh, the, the company commander. He was an officer, a captain. Mm-hmm. And he thought I was like really funny. I would just like riff around the office. So then what he did was every day at the end of these or not every day at the end of the week, we would do like company meetings and we would bring in everyone. So all the Marines. So we would have like 400 people. So same thing. First time I would do and he would make me tell a joke. And oh. so I and like and he said that I couldn't I had to write him. He said he wouldn't like if he Googled it, he would like he joked with me. He was like, if you if you write it. And I find out I'm gonna get, or if you don't write it and you, I find out, right. like, I'm, I'm gonna get mad at you. It was like nothing was gonna happen, but it was just a fun way to fuck right. with me. And so, like, the first joke that I wrote was that I went to, I was on, um, <laughs> I went to go to Pornhub the other day, but I had caps lock on. Mm-hmm. So it looked like I was just like super horny. <laughs> I was like, Pornhub! <laughs> and so that was the joke, the first joke. Take I, me to porn! Yeah, right now! Yeah, yeah. And then I did, and then I, and then since then, I've been, th- and I mean, that was my first, and it did well, but it was like the first moment where I was like, oh, I really like, because like everyone yeah. laughed, and it was like such, it was such a know your audience thing, because like I could have been like, dick balls, and then all the Marines were like, ha <laughs> he said a penis word you know right, like yeah. yeah but like it was just it was it was like one of those moments where i was like i really like this and then like yeah that joke i i kind of i was thinking about it. i genuinely was thinking because i was going to ask you your first joke when mm-hmm. i was doing this and i was thinking about and that, that joke's actually not that bad like to be honest like yeah i kind of like it because no, right. and then yeah but um i was thinking about like you could i mean i don't want to run never mind, i'm not gonna run a bit but i was just thinking <laughs> yeah, just start just start slobbing on my own knob <laughs> working this out say. working this out right now but yeah it's just it's that first feeling the first i remember the first that first feeling of getting that big laugh but then i also remember the feeling of just eating shit for the first time and that's when it's like oh i had it was worse because the first the first time i did it was um actually the first time i had like a like a set that i was just like or a night that i was just super pissed about so i i right I got to the finals of this comp- uh, this comedy competition, which, by the way, is just the dumbest thing that you can have. It's a comedy comp- competition. But uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is – I like the, ju- the judge – whatever. Um, it's just like they like it. If they like it, then you can win. Right. If they don't, you it's they, so su- subjective. They can be fun to do. I Just know you're not going to – just don't do it to win type thing. Right. It's a set. Don't, don't put any value in it. Yeah. Because I've seen people win comedy competitions that – were were absolutely not the funniest, but they were the most like down the middle, right? Yeah, of yeah, like yeah. their whole set was kind of uh, right, you yeah, know, just enough, but they didn't have like big bangers, you know, yeah. jokes. It's like, and I've seen I've seen some win who like absolutely deserved it, but it's and it's like, and I've been, and that's this isn't just bitterness of me being like because I didn't win it, right? So yes, I think yeah. they're stupid, but like for me, I think it it immediately it makes you like be too hard on your stand up like that in in a way that's not useful it's yeah it's literally like a critique from somebody that's like you it's like getting notes but not right. getting notes it's like hey you you're not as funny as him because like guess what, what you're says. you're gonna do shows where people aren't gonna like your stand-up it just yeah. happens yeah you can do just a show why? i've seen people just be stone-faced an entire show and i'll try to win them over and sometimes you don't and it's like okay so now just imagine that person has a ballot that they're gonna <laughs> yeah exactly like judge you on yeah like, cool yeah it's not gonna feel good doesn't mean anything because the rest of the room loved it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's exactly. And so, so I had this show, and it was the first competition I'd done. I made it to the final, so I was thinking like, oh yeah, I'm gonna win this thing, you know, getting the spot in this comedy festival. Yeah. I was all excited, and then I didn't win. But then the next day, I went and tried to. I was like, okay, I did like I was gonna try to do new material because I was like, all right, like you know, I just had the shit. Like I had a set that I didn't. It's so this stuff wasn't funny apparently. So I went, I drove two hours, which was my first mistake, mm-hmm. to Des Moines from where I was living. Right. And then, um, so I had to drive two hours to get there. 
Then it was all new material and I got no laughs, like absolutely none. And so then I had to drive back two hours with, mm-hmm. and my aux, uh, my aux cord broke on the way there. Like it, like it was doing that thing where it kind of fringes at the tip, you know? And so like you have right. to hold it. And then it just completely gave out. So then I had to drive back home in silence for two hours after bombing and then <laughs> losing. And so I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like right now I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just drove two hours for an open mic and then didn't get a single laugh and lost a competition yesterday. I'm like, I should just stop doing this. And I st- I mean, I still should stop doing it. But now I'm yeah, I tell you every day. Li- yeah, uh, <laughs> at least I'm a little bit more confident. Now. No, it, well, it's, it's you know, well, it's that thing. You know, we always say you got to learn to love the bomb. And, yeah. And you do. And not just that it, it means like at some point the bombs always feel good. Like, no, I've had them where they still fucking hurt. Right. Especially like if it's new material you're trying. I'm like, oh, that got nothing. I'm like, I like these jokes. Damn yeah. it. You know, uh, like they can still hurt, but th- th- what I had to rewire in my brain after being in it for a few years was that I had to, st- I had to start like actively looking at it like, okay, this it's, it's an opportunity to learn something. Yeah. So I, I had to like start making myself that when, if I'd bomb, if I had like material just fucking fall flat and I'd walk off stage and I'd be like, God damn it. I would, I would like stop myself and be like, okay, what did you learn? Yeah. And just doing that helped of just starting being like, okay, what did I learn? And like take stock of like what the educa- educational experience of it was. Yeah. Because after, after being in it for a few years, like at first, you know, the bombs, they just happen. You're new and you're like, okay, like, damn it. But whatever, I'm new. Yeah. 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 I'm <laughs> you know? supposed to be bad. And you start feeling cocky and then you have one that sucks and you're like, okay, that's that was a good reminder that, that's that I'm, exactly, not, I'm not a pro yet. Yeah. That is exactly what happened to me. Um, gut check. And like for me, I think the, the bombs they didn't hit me really hard early on. I think it's because my very first time ever attempting it, no words came out. (laughs) You had the the eight mile experience. Kind of. And luckily no one was there, but it just, it gave me the, of like my first like stand up, like stand up, not going great. Was yeah. It was just like me being like, Hey, at least it wasn't that. (laughs) So I got that going for me. Yeah. You know, uh, but then like after doing it for a few years and then like feeling good at it and like working, like working on the road and stuff like that. And then trying to do new material, especially like when I was living in Chicago and, you know, Chicago and the road are very different, um, tones. They're kind of different moods of stand up a little bit. You have to change it a little bit, not a ton, but like, it's just kind of different stuff is funny in different places yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. So that's why I always like, Oh, if I can go on the road and if a joke can kill on the road and in like a major city, that's a keeper. Right. Yeah. Cause now it's a pretty universal joke, but yeah. there are some jokes like literally the second you leave Chicago city limits, not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. And same rural versus that, you know, yeah, it's yeah, that's the thing that's happening here in Iowa. It's just it, that everything is, everything is like people here will fucking, they'll be like, Oh, you said something about fucking. I like fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's, and that's and you can kind of also you know I've seen around here where it's you can kind of just steal material too because people aren't as stand up <laughs> yeah, savvy around yeah, here. Yeah, people don't know. I don't want to call people out, but I've been to mics around here and I've seen just fucking stolen jokes. Yeah, uh, we. Do you remember? I, well, never mind. Because if it happens in Chicago, then everyone calls you out oh, for yeah, it afterwards because everyone knows what joke you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everyone's like, <laughs> you know. where we know where this is. I remember, yes, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't want, I know a story that I'm not going to tell right now because of, yeah, obvious reasons, but yeah. But yeah, you know, so, and there is like a, you can be, because I don't want to pretend like, oh, like, because rural audiences are dumb. It's like, no, it's just they care about other shit. Right, exactly, yeah. They're not thinking about progressive well no 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 i'm not even going that way not even like not even politically but i mean like um like i had a joke that was about mark Wahlberg, 
and it was like a four <laughs> and it was like a four minute bit. And honestly, when I would do it in Chicago, and this uh, I I wouldn't say it's about every joke, but like with with that Mark Wahlberg joke, when I would do that at a stand up show in Chicago, it would crush. Yeah, I tried doing it on the road ate all the shit and it's like a three or four minute bit yeah and it sucked it did not i think i ended it early of just like okay you guys don't like this we won't even get to the fucking punchline and it wasn't because like it was a smart joke because it wasn't it was about mark Wahlberg. (laughs) but it was a thing of just like oh these are two different places that think about pop culture differently yeah 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 100 percent. like the people like in in chicago when i was talking about like everyone was noticing like the things i was noticing about mark Wahlberg and his acting style and right, blah blah, yeah. blah blah they were like oh okay they could follow along in in the rural area it was just like yeah no we just like his movies who gives a shit yeah literally how i would describe they, it too. They, they weren't <laughs> they weren't putting the extra thought into mark Wahlberg, yeah, which is not their fault and it's not a bad thing it's either. not a bad thing to be, not, no i'm yeah. sure you guys spent that time thinking about more constructive things right yeah yeah about, yeah it's not like you're about like mark out. Wahlberg's acting yeah style. it's not like you're prolific by any means you're like so, yeah, yeah. Ever notice mark Wahlberg. so that's what i mean where it's like yeah obviously if you different places will have different like political leans yeah. or different cultural stuff but yeah, like yeah. it's like sometimes it's just different places think about things differently yeah yeah, yeah. It, like makes sense where it's like not even a controversial topic it's not even like uh you know that's not it wasn't an overt like intellectual bit that's hard to fall like no it was pretty straightforward it's just like oh one place didn't care they don't think about it that way yeah yeah and it's like that's not written like that was a big lesson to learn of just like oh it's not always about like where you're from like oh oh this is a red state so i gotta remember right, yeah, or whatever yeah. no it's like sometimes it's like oh they don't give a shit about, about dot 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 <laughs> yeah. here you know <laughs> Mark, I love that because it is so it's so niche that it makes it so funny. Because I can just imagine right. you trying to tell this to, to like a group of people who are just clearly like looking at you. Well, like, it was a well that was that was actually that was a show that didn't go great for me. It wasn't like an, an outright bomb, um, but the one I I tried that because it was a, I had to do a clean half hour. Oh, those are and which was fine, but it was early enough in my stand up career where like I didn't have a great clean thirty. Now I can do a clean thirty fine. Um, I can do a clean three. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know, like then I just like a lot of the jokes I had that I liked. Well, and the thing was too, it was, it was my first like benefit. I was doing this was through Goonies. Uh, Mark hired me there to do it. And it was for, um, and I'm like maybe a year in year or more, maybe a year and a half. Um, and it was for, uh, it was a benefit for an Alzheimer's association. Mm. And so I'm going into it and, and he wants it clean and so i'm just like okay i don't want anything offensive and then i'm I'm literally then i started overthinking my material where then i'm just like this joke's about being forgetful are they not gonna like that and are they gonna like, remember it oh okay but it's like all this stuff where i'm just like like you know it's like I, I just got in my head and this is i tell this i've told this story i think on other podcasts too but i i was opening for uh, nathan timmel have you ever met him uh-uh. he's he's a great he's i know uh, the name he's from iowa i believe he lives in wisconsin now but he's uh okay. he's a or no, he still lives in Iowa. Um, he, he's a, he's a, a great road comic, um, a good guy. I love any time I've gotten to work with him. He's a really good guy. Um, and he was the headliner, and that was where I learned a huge lesson that night. Because and I I did it wasn't like an outright bomb, but it didn't feel good. It was one of those like ah, nights, you know, mm-hmm. like where it's almost like a bomb would have been better. Yeah, like at least give me something. Like at least because then me, I at least could have walked out and yeah. been like, okay, I ate shit. Yeah, exactly. But, but you're like, you're but like, like ah, I, indifferent about it. And so I walked off being like, well, I did my job, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Nathan Timmel goes up, and his first joke is about Alzheimer's. Oh God. 
and it fucking crushes. I, I figured it would, yeah. And then he yeah. proceeded to do a filthy hour-long set, and it destroyed. <laughs> he ruined that room. And it was watching him do that, and I realized, oh, he knew what the room needed. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, fuck what they booked me for. Yeah. He was watching me going, because the, the the times they would kind of flare up is when I would get a, a you know slightly... A little edgier, little not more, like, yeah. A little more blue or whatever. When right, I'd go yeah. that way, they'd, they'd perk up. And yeah. it's like, and because it was a room full of old women, too. And that was where I learned, too. A room full of old yep. women, they can be prude, but usually... They're fucking raunchy. I've, I have done a show where it was like most, like, like little, a literal like red hat association of old yeah. women. That was a, a body fucking group. They were, they were, they wanted everything dirty. When you They're get flashing a, you and shit. When you get a bunch of old women together, because that's where they let their freak flag fly, that's, you know? Yeah. If the husbands are there, yeah, they'll pretend like they're yeah, disappointed they're, yeah. in what Aww. they're hearing. But when you get a bunch of women together, they are, they are, they can just be horrendous people. And I mean that in a good way. Um, but, but it was, I think Nate. Nathan like was literally watching the room, and Nathan, I, I respect him too because he does kind of like when he does a show, he's gonna do what the fuck he wants to do, right? Um, but that was one where like I think he's just like he saw what the room needed, mm-hmm. and so he went up and did it and destroyed the place. And like I left that be- that was one where I'm like, okay, like I I don't know everything I need to know. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. That's how <laughs> you know? I f- that's how I feel every time that we would do a show. I would always be confident because like it, like. Around- <laughs> I would, be like, I would be like, I'm fucking killing, you know? And then I'd get off stage and then I'd see you go up and I was like, that guy didn't smile once and now he's like laughing so fucking, and I would get so mad. I'm like, why did I not get him to laugh? <laughs> and then like, it just used to eat me up. I was like, God damn it. I remember, I remember, I, uh, okay, no, I don't know. I don't want to sound douchey, but I just think Again. it's just funny because it'd be like, I, whenever we would be on a show with certain people, it would be like the two people would go up before us. And right. just do nothing for the room. I would go up, kind of get him hot, and then you would come in and just like slice it. And I would just be like, "This is fun," because it was like I, I, <laughs> like, I was like, I get a, I get a. Wa- There's nothing better. Like, oh, fuck, we have to. I have to go to class soon. Um, we probably do. So there's nothing, but there's no, I have fucking five minutes you, class. F- Focus for a second okay, here, yeah. bud. Finish My, what you're saying. So, uh, there's no- <laughs> you ever see, ever seen Stephen Colbert do it, yeah. do that during an interview? What I really want to talk about, oh, we probably got to end, but yeah. no, but I need to but, hang yeah. on. So, so I just remember there's nothing funnier. I just love watching my friends like bomb. I don't know why. It's just funny. Cause it's like a different, cause it's like, i I know that feeling like, well, uh, watching, watching fr- like if it's a close friend, watch, especially if like, if like they know it's going yeah, that that's, way. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Then like, it's like you, you can talk about it afterwards. Like I've I've watched friends bomb when they really didn't want to be, and then yeah. I, fe- I felt very bad for them. Yeah, that's yeah that happens as you well. Know? I, and just, I can eventually tease them about it, like you know after we get some drinks <laughs> in us, but. <laughs> Like you know, but like I've I've seen friends up there, and I've been that person up there too, yeah, where eating shit, and I look at a friend just like oh, this is going right, great. yeah, this is what look, I wanted it to yeah, be. Can't wait to be up here for another thirty minutes. And then when I do that, then I just try to I play to the back of the room. Then, yeah. then I'm playing to the comics. I'm yeah. just like well, I'm yeah. eating shit, so I'm gonna try to make you guys laugh with how bad this is going. <laughs> I is my goal. I had a I did a I did a show once. This is the last thing, and then we'll get out of here. So that that was a very open micy thing that I just said too. <laughs> this is the last thing, and I'm gonna get out of here. Um, I did this I did this show, and it was a burlesque show. And yeah. I was and I was opening for the burlesque show. So imagine going right. going to the show thinking you're about to see a burlesque like performance, and then I walk out. I mean, and so that's immediately a, nobody. That's like a whole thing in Chicago. That's a whole. Is that like, like a combination? Like comics open com- for burlesque shows? Oh really? Yeah. 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 I thought it, I thought it was weird. And I I get there and like I'm just eating it, eating it, eating it. And there's a video of it. I uh, one of my buddies videotaped it for me with like his camera. And in the middle of me just I like 
<laughs> I said, I said uh, a joke, and I said, I don't know, the punchline. Nobody laughed, and then I said, nice, into the mic, because I was like, mm-hmm. bah, eating it, and then that's the only time anybody laughed, and it was my comic <laughs> friend in the back who came to watch me, and it's the only laugh that you hear in the entire video is me just going, nice. Like, yeah. It's like I just clearly just gave up at that point, and I was just like, I'm here for 10 minutes, so let's fucking do this. Uh, before we wrap up, this is, uh, and this isn't my opinion, but this is just a funny joke. This was, I had heard this uh, at a at a roast in Chicago. C.J. Sullivan said this joke. Um, he was he did a joke about burlesque shows. Um, I can't remember how he got there. But he said he's about doing burlesque shows, and he goes, he's like, you know, burlesque shows. It's for uh, for women who aren't funny enough to be improvisers and not hot enough to be strippers. <laughs> And uh, that's no offense if you do burlesque out there. I think burlesque is a is a, a fascinating art form, but that was a very good fucking joke. <laughs> that's a cr- that's the most accurate depiction. It made me laugh very hard because in Chicago, I'm like, yeah, I know what type you're talking about. <laughs> I know some of those people. <laughs> I know all of them. Oh man. Well, uh, thanks for uh, being on the the old little podcast. Yeah, and man. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. And uh, hey. Mm- I have one one question for you. Oh, no. I'm going to do oh, it. Oh, God. You know what the question is? Yes, I do. <laughs> How are you? No. What the Francis? It's like, what the fuck, bud? I'm going to delete this. You gave me too much power and had me record on my computer, so you're not getting this file. I agree with it. Honestly, I agree with that decision. That's horrible. You're a monster. All right. Oh, man.